Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Fly, Superfly, McFly, Mackie Fly, Jiminisi. And joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. What's up, dude? Hi. How's it going? It's good. I've only been talking to you for about seven hours so far, so. <laughs> but we didn't talk all for a long. We didn't. So I saw you in person. Yes, you did. Which is, which is rare. Was that like a week ago, two weeks ago? I don't even remember. Dude, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, but we talked a lot about Lasso. Yeah, that we next did. Day. And I think we figured out a lot of shit. We did. We drew pictures. We drew pictures. I think you had like nine drinks. Yeah. I, I After six or seven, it's hazy how many I had after that. Mm-hmm. But we definitely decided things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we decided things. So it's good. Everything, everything worked out. Um, and business is good. Dude. Every week, like we're breaking new records, That's like LMM records, with just like weekly income. I measure through, by the week now through affiliate marketing or through something else, just affiliate stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm and glad every you week it's that. like I need to pull one more trick to make it go like a little bit higher, and it's it's pretty invigorating. <laughs> so, would you say that you're taking affiliate marketing seriously? Uh, yes, I'm take yes. Because that's what we're talking about in this episode. Woo! Segway King of Colorado. Before we get started on this episode, it is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. All right. So we're talking about taking affiliate marketing seriously. And you and I have been talking a lot about tracking and optimizing affiliate links. And I'm beginning to get a little bit more serious about measuring link performance. And I'm beyond excited that you are getting excited about it. I mean, excited is not though. I mean, I'm not like chubbing up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I'm oh, I'm just, past that. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're six to midnight. This that guy. was like two months ago. I was there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. Look, here's what happened. Let's talk about it. The, Google, or sorry, not Google. Amazon launched this content insights thing in um, the Amazon Associates program, and it, it it's allowed a beta you, report for people with old accounts right now. I imagine it'll roll out to everybody. Yeah, so I I have access to it, and we were able to develop it. And so you can basically like 
see where all of the sales are coming from, like what pages they're coming by, from. Yeah, by page. By page. And we cross-referenced that with Google Analytics on some university and got some pretty interesting numbers. And, and um, it's sort of, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm. I am a creative person. I like to consider myself a creative person. I like to create things and build things. And optimizing is just not. You <sighs> love it. I do love it, but it's, it's, I know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you how it usually works. Is okay. We talk. Yeah. If I'm onto something, it takes, mm-hmm. you know, hours of me to eventually convince you. Yeah. And then I, I persuade you to let me show you a spreadsheet. Uh-huh. I show you, you mm-hmm. pass out. A week later, we revisit. <laughs> you pass out again. Yeah. Then we're on to something. Right. Yeah, I need to kind of, I mean, this is, I mean, look, if this is anything, right, it's sort of an endorsement of having an accountability partner, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'm helping you with the process stuff and running the business as a holistic thing, and you're helping me with the individual micro transactions of every affiliate link. Yeah, we kind of, we each are really good at different things, and we just kind of drive it home yeah. for each other. I mean, look. Um, this spreadsheet was incredibly eye-opening. Um, I am not touching anything until the summer is over, but I started, sense. yeah, I started doing, uh, some optimization over at brew cabin as sort of a test, right? Mm-hmm. Using not, I didn't use this, the content spreadsheet that we created. I used lasso completely. And I, it was just met using click data that, mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, that sends into analytics. Google Analytics. Yeah. Google Analytics. One of the things, and this is like something that was kind of it's like kind of stupid or whatever, but I had this post that's very, the most popular post on my website, and it was about fermenters, and it's like a basically like here's the top seven per- fermenters that you should get. So I'm looking at these fermenters on the page, and I'm like, okay, um, and then I went to Google Analytics to see which of the seven links are being clicked, mm. and the fifth link the fifth item mm, was being clicked yes. the most by uh, far and <laughs> that, the, that's like honestly every page we've ever created it's the fifth one <laughs> it's, it's fifth like one. way down never the and, first thing and it, and it's like and the first one wasn't even in the top 10 meaning no there was other it. things that were being clicked on this whatever so i had to just shift some shit around so tell me you move the fifth to the top yes yeah, 100% and i mean i don't know if it's like too early it's, but. yeah it's hard it's hard for me, for me to measure if that's working or not see these little tiny optimization tricks that was like our you know. level one shit and that killed it when we you know right here's the thing about it though it's these little tiny optimization things here and there like don't really move the needle it's when you kind of bulk do a bunch of things at once Don't you, you have agree? to do it on pages with a lot of volume or mm-hmm. changes across the site yeah so here's a here's the big question i guess mm-hmm. let's say um, um, you know, well, I mean, let's, you know, in the winter time, I'm going to focus a little bit more on some university and sort of optimizing affiliate links there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that I think I look at affiliate links on some university, or at least the way I want to look at affiliate links is it's an e-commerce site in, in my eyes. It's not really an e-commerce site, mm-hmm. but I want to promote products 
in my content that people will buy and like. I'm not, and I'm going to remove products that, you know, if you run a retail store and you have a bunch of products at the front counter and no one's buying them shits. Fire sale it. Yeah, you, you, yeah, exactly. Um, in our case, deleted. It's not yes. even worth, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, you're not losing money on it, I guess. But you are because it's taking up real estate in your store, meaning it's taking up real estate on our websites. And so when I get into Swim University, it's going to take me so long because I have so many pages, but I want to treat the, my, my inventory is out of control. Many my affiliate link inventory is out of control, which is why we're kind of building lasso so that we can look at our affiliate links as an inventory and go, okay, what's getting the most play and what's not like, like what, what's what are we, working across a large amount of links. Right. And so can you like you recently have been kind of in this world mm-hmm. and you're using, I don't know if you want to, I don't know where you are as far as transparency on all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're using a software product to measure how well you're doing. So um, I like it because it pulls in from various platforms, but listen, money, matters. not Amazon, right? We don't make, I think this past month we made $71 on Amazon. Cool. You know, where it was like 43,000 mm-hmm. roughly is the, like the top number. Mm-hmm. And um, like the 80% of it comes from impact radius or impact.com. Yeah. And uh, really what we've done essentially is we're just optimizing earnings per click. And how are you getting that number? So you could go to impact or share a sale or commission junction. They will all tell it to you. Some of them give you like a kind of bullshit number, like that needs to be divided by like a hundred or a thousand. But Mm -hmm. basically EPC or earnings per click is the average earning per click for that affiliate. You know, it's like betterment. I think it was in the last week we earned a dollar and seventy cents, dollar and seventy seven cents per click that we sent to Betterment. Okay, you know, and so how do you? So looking at that number, what are you trying to do with it? Are you trying to increase the earnings per click? Or are you just trying? Are you just saying that like, oh, that's high, and therefore I need to add more of those links on my website so that more people click? Well, th- there's like a, there's a couple ways to look at it. Um. One, you have like your site-wide average, and let's say it's just a dollar for it yeah. to be easy. That's right. Great, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but so fine, like uh, we, Laura and I have another site, and I think we're averaging uh, just about six cents earnings per click. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just a different type of site does well, but you know, different beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, you take the average and you look at the things below average. Um, and you either decide like, is this even worth pursuing? Can I replace it with something else to earn more? Mm-hmm. Um, or is it positioned poorly? And so yeah. like one thing we've done and one of the main reasons we built Lasso is we have a million financial products, you know, and often there will be four or five that achieve the exact same thing. And the question the 80, is- 20. What? The 80-20, you mean, right? Right. Like, like 20% you know, of those- of those affiliate links are really giving you the bulk of your income. Right. And what happens is like, we've kind of talked about and covered all of it evenly. You know, we've talked about Betterman and Wealthfront and every other robo advisor, but which one performs better, Betterman or Wealthfront? 
And right. if you distill it down to the earnings per click, we, we essentially figure that out. And we're like, oh, this one works better. So fuck the other one. We're moving all of our robo-advisor related links to the one that performs better. And that's like one of the optimizations. Right. So it's just distilling down what's working the best and kind of going like, oh, every link that I'm, that people are clicking to Wealthfront or to, I don't know, I can't even name another one at this point. Wealth simple. S- simple, whatever. yeah, right. If Those are just, in your eyes, clicks that could have gone to something that converts way better. And if the conversion rate is almost irrelevant because the earnings per click distills down how much a conversion is and all the things. And just, yeah. I know that Listen Money Matters can send X amount of clicks a week to a debt product, mm-hmm. and I need to earn the highest amount per click for a debt product. Yeah. And maybe it converts like shit, but if they pay me $1,000 for a conversion, then that's probably better. And so it winds up sorting itself out. So, all right, let, are you doing this per link or are you doing this per page? Uh, so we're doing this per uh, product. Which is essentially an affiliate link. In our- well, okay, so so Lasso was built to kind of abstract away the per page-ness where it's like we could look high level and I'm like, and let's just say that Betterment earns more per click than Wealthfront through Lasso. We could just like blam, 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 move all the Wealthfront links over to Betterment and that took like five minutes and we're done. Yeah. And so it's really just kind of like getting the measuring measurement in place, deciding, and then fixing it. Just And just changing that. So you're not looking at it per page. You're looking at it per affiliate uh, link. Per, per page is another aspect of the optimization. Like, okay. And that's like what we did with you. It's just, you know, like, fine. So we decided Betterment performs better. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's an easy one. Then we can dig to a specific page like you did. We're literally mm-hmm. doing the exact same thing. And we're like, where are the clicks going to? Where are yep. the clicks not going to? We try new things. We elevate the things that people are clicking and converting on. Mm-hmm. Um, what other what other pieces are you doing? Like, how, how do you, like, one, you know, you, see, this is the problem that I have with, with Amazon, which is, I, I, I am sort of. You actually li- do know all the same information I do. We just haven't well, built a thing to make it really easy. Sh- of course. Yeah. And and yet, but most people don't know if Amazon products, you know, if they don't have access to that beta report, that content report, then it's just a shot it's in the harder. dark. It's, yeah. it's really just you're, you're getting click data, which is just, did someone click a link or not? And then that's it, you know? And I think that's where it starts, right? Like, mm-hmm. screw conversions, because if people are clicking and no one's buying... You know, or no, or forget that. If no one's clicking, then like that's the most obvious thing. Because if they don't click, they can't convert. Right. So the the first step in the process is getting people to click more. Right. And How are you doing that? So um, we are testing display boxes in certain places through Lasso. We're testing different types of links, just different types of anchor text to understand what converts and. We're finding that in some places, display boxes work really, really well. And in other places, they really, really don't work. And, and what, so, what a place is that as an example? Do you have an example okay. of that? For example, we have an article on Listen Money Matters. We just recently did an episode on it, like how to start and monetize a blog. And yes, I wrote a whole long slew thing. Well, I think it's awesome because I wrote it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, and you're special. Yeah. The display boxes absolutely slaughter on that page, like just literally change the game. Um, hmm. But on, uh, we have like an article, it's uh, 
like how to make money fast, like a hundred ways or some. Yeah, it's really like a whatever, and it doesn't really perform well there. I, I don't know why. You know, maybe the different type of audience. How are you determining that information? So, um, wh- and and you, I think you, you know, like what we want to build. Yes, uh, but uh, what basically what we're able to do now with Lasso is I'm just switching out what would have been a link to say Fundrise and putting a display box. And so mm-hmm. there will be one link or one display box to Fundrise, and then I could look over time just how clicks and conversions look from the time that I made the change. Yeah, um, on that specific page. Right, and because Through there's Google Analytics. One, sorry? Through Google Analytics. Well, in this case, it's it's through Google Analytics for the clicks yeah. and then through impact for the conversions. Right. But like ideally in the future, and I, so we could do it for more complicated articles, maybe we mention Betterment 10 times in an article, and I want to learn which mention of it performs, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a button, if it's a display box, this or that. And so we're obviously building that next. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really understanding how content is positioned and then like how that type of person that visits the page will act. And does it matter? I mean, I'm assuming it matters the type of page it is, right? If you're, if you're on a page to learn about something and it's not really buyer intent focused, then the conversions are going to be less likely. Right. And, and so one of the things that I've deduced, or at least I, I believe is true is when I'm really overtly talking about something specific that a display box does really well because mm-hmm. I've mentioned it bland you're, re- you're recommending it in the in the in the text you're and then you're displaying a box like there like it I'm is very clearly saying you should check this out right however if in a sentence say I have an article on 401k loans yeah uh, and for some reason we're mentioning debt consolidation or whatever and that the display box won't work because it's really kind of an offshoot yeah. Uh, you know, and so just a, a simple link performs better. Yeah. We had a, 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 a post on Roasty where we talked about, um, and this is, you know, we talked about taking caffeine naps, right? You mm-hmm. know what a caffeine nap is? Mm-hmm. Where, so, you, where yeah. you take the shot of coffee, you go to sleep and it like wakes you up. Or Yeah. Then in 30 minutes, you're like kind of awake, but you're like really alert. Okay. So we did this whole article because it was a keyword that people were searching for and you know, I had a writer at the time who was putting this together and and he was adding affiliate links and stuff to the post. And I went and checked out the post and he had added a affiliate link for a pillow, mm. like a display box for a pillow. <laughs> now, fine. I understand the reasoning, but it's an affiliate you, link. Make it a display a- <laughs> box is probably the right. And also we're talking about napping. So there's pillows involved in napping. Mm. And I was just, I had to go in there and, and be like, yeah, no. Like, they're, you're looking at coffee shit. You're not buying a pillow. And, you're, and honestly, you're probably not looking at coffee shit. You're talking about caffeine naps, mm. right? So what do you do in that situation where there's like a, an article that is really not a bad, it's really not a buyer intent article. But I think what, and in, in my you know opinion of this is like, you have to look at every article as if, you are educating and recommending at the same time. So Mm -hmm. like, let's say I'm talking about caffeine naps, which is so random and no one's going like, well, what coffee maker should I buy? If I want to hit the perfect caffeine nap, it's not how it works, right? They just know like go to fucking Starbucks, whatever. But I think you have to lay out some, you have to look at that not as 
it's I'm not just optimizing in the way that you're optimizing where I'm saying like one, um, you know, if you get more clicks or less clicks, like let's switch out the products. Yes, that is part of it. But the real part of it that I think is optimizing is looking at the context in which the affiliate link is being presented mm. and go, okay, maybe, maybe instead of the caffeine nap thing, instead of just being like how to, maybe there's a section where you tell a story and you're like, I used, you know, like, oh, I, whenever I want to take a caffeine nap, I use my Chemex and like, I think it's the best thing because of X and this is really what we recommend here. And it's like, boom, there's a Chemex, you know, affiliate link. I think you have to add context around the affiliate links because that's a, ultimately you don't want to trick somebody into just clicking a link and end up, end up on like Amazon or some other page and go like, where the fuck? Wait, I thought I was going to learn more about something else. And instead I hear I am on a page about that I'm supposed to buy something. It's like, I, but, but there's like good use. So, so, so like if you put a display box to the pillow, people are like, Oh God, this guy, they might even like leave the post. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, he's trying to sell me a freaking pillow pillow. Yeah. Like in, in my article for how to monetize a blog, I talk mm -hmm. about a thing that like should be unbelievable. And I'm like, if you believe this, I have something to sell you. And it's a link. And it's like, it's like something to sell you is the link or something like that. And you click mm -hmm. to it and it is a actual bridge that you could buy on Amazon for like a couple hundred dollars. Right. Right. Like, like I mean, like I, I have a bridge to sell you. It's like right. being like hyperbolic, but I also just stuck an Amazon cookie on the computer. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> I mean, and but that's a great example of like you you're being tongue in cheek in that specific example. And they have to right? click it to know what this <laughs> to know something. the joke is. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is clever, but not you can't I don't know if you can do that all the time, right? No, that's no, a, no. That's, that's like a yeah. But I, I think like what I'm what's taking me so long in the optimization process is not just looking at which links are performing better and moving them around. It's looking at the context in which those links are surrounded. Mm. and going like, well, are we really pitching this thing? Are we really selling this, recommending this? Like you said, like, check this out. Display box converts super well as opposed to just like a, a display box in a thing. I think that's important if you want to increase conversion rates for your affiliate links is to fucking sell it. Like get in yeah. there and like sell the thing. I mean, that's what you're there for. The display box draws attention to it. And yeah. I feel like the thing that you're drawing attention to should be so on point with like yeah. literally the title of the article for it to yeah. feel like above board. What is your workflow for this? Like, what are you like? How do you how do you sit down at your computer and go, OK, you know, you rub your hands together. Like, where do we where do we do? What do we do? What do we where do we start with mm. with really like, look, all right, let's just let's just call it out. The first thing. You need, I mean, you need to have measuring in place. I, I hope that's what you're going to say. That wasn't what I was going to say, but take I feel it like away, that's the Andrew. first thing. The, the data right. guy no, no, says no, no, no. you got to have data. <laughs> All right. How do you get, what do you, what do you think's the easiest thing or the, what do you, yeah, what's Look, important there? I think, and you know, how I've attempted to like make assumptions based on just like traffic data. Yeah. Right. And so you could just with Google Analytics data, I don't know, attempt to just do things. Uh, really, I think you need to know click level data to do basic stuff. Um, super easy to integrate this in yourself. Lasso obviously does it automatically, but you need to add tracking codes into each link that you wanted to track. Yeah. And so for the example that you had given where people are clicking the fifth most 
fermented fermenter, mm-hmm. you know, like that after like a month of data, you can look at it a hundred visitors, a thousand visitors. You're like, Oh, obviously this is the one everyone wants move it to the top and you're just going to get more conversions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause people are actually going to see it more frequently than they would if they were, it was the fifth option. Right. And so like you can make blind assumptions like that with click data. And I think you could just den- generally do good. Right. Okay. So the first thing is to, in, is to have some sort of click data tracking. Uh, right. You mentioned lasso does that. And that's what I'm using for a brew cabin, but you can also do that with like, I use Google tag manager and that's what I was using before. I think you can use Yoast to like track all outbound links, but mm. then it's hard to sort because you're not, you're not, I'm not sure if you could do it with Yoast. I definitely know that you can do it with um, tag manager. Yeah, you can. You have to, you have to do some little gymnastics. Like, yeah. Things. A little, little stuff. You have to know a bit tag manager a little bit, but like, and to be the perfectly time. honest, I learned it all from the post that you wrote on money. <laughs> right. Lab. So and I learned it all from a YouTube video that I watched. I paid the guy for whatever the thing was that he was yeah. selling. I don't know if it was it's a like template. 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It was I was like, oh my God, yes. It was worth it. Yeah. So that's step one. Mm-hmm. And that's the, probably the bare bones thing. And then and then the optimization trick there is to just uh look at what's getting the most clicks per page and just shifting content around or in you know, maybe you know, using your best judgment to increase context around a particular thing to increase clicks. Mm. And that'll give you a click-through rate, too, because, you know, you'll know what that the traffic to that page is versus how many people are clicking the individual links. Right. And, like, just the way the funnels work, if you improve the top-level number, like the click-through rate, like, everything down funnel is just going to be better. Okay. So that's basic-level stuff. Right. Which <laughs> almost sounds kind of advanced, but... It's basic. What's the mm-hmm. what's the next thing? The next data collection I could do to so, get like a, just a little further down the rabbit. A hole. little further, um, you could look at like overall conversions on the affiliate platform, so commission junction, whatever. So, yeah, and and, and just, I guess you could look at this on Amazon too. They give you overall commission, the or amount co- of conversion whatever rates. items sold. Like yeah, we, we are always rate. shocked and surprised by what is actually selling. Mm. On the things that we create, um, and and like and that will be instructive to a degree. Yeah, right. Um, yep. I think like the magic really happens when um, you can associate a specific page to a conversion, and that okay. is what this report that we were talking about uh, that you got from Amazon, and yeah. uh, we integrated into Lasso. You could essentially add like a curly bracket URL and curly bracket. And so I could send to my affiliates a sub ID of the page or specific link they click so that when it converts, I will know which page or link it came from. Yeah. But then with that data, what do you do? Hmm. You know, you know that. So it, so it's just like what. So in the beginning, we talked about, you know, the page, you know, how many clicks a link get a link gets. So therefore, you want to increase the amount of clicks because a link not clicked is a link not converted. Right. right. The second step you're talking about is not finding out just the amount of clicks, but the amount of conversions. So yeah. it's the second step of that, right? So what I found is that uh, you know it's rarely some really deep, thoughtful thing that you need to do. Um, people aren't buying it because you're wrong, and you just put the wrong thing there, right? Like in the middle of your coffee 
sleep nap post, you put a display box to a pillow. Maybe everyone clicks on the pillow. No one buys a pillow. Like really not shocking if no yeah. one bought the pillow. Like right. if we didn't have to do some, get a PhD involved to figure this out. Yeah. And so. Or even we, data. Honestly. Yeah. Like right. the conversion rate shit. Uh, like we, we tend to dramatically change it. We're just going to try something completely different and see if that works. And, and measure an example, it for a while. See if it increases. Yeah. yeah. So in the middle of, we have a, article best vanguard funds it's one of the top articles on the site um everything points to very uh well-educated audience that's arriving Mm -hmm. there and roughly in the middle we promoted fundrise with the display box um and it's 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 just not performing and we had other things in there and they were performing and it's just it's just not a good fit for the audience we could you know go crazy on it but better we just do something dramatic and try that until mm-hmm. we see something that like resonates, and and you don't know, you can use your best judgment, but you don't know until you start tracking. And that's what's I exactly. what I find incredibly difficult in tracking things is changing one link and going like, okay, like write that down somewhere, and then check you know a month later and go, did that link change? Yes or no? And if it's like slightly better, you're like, well, what do we do? Or if it's slightly lower, then what do you do? Like, how do you remember? the things that you changed and the decisions that you made to know if it's something worked or not, especially on like when you have a lot of affiliate links you're dealing with. So um, hopefully we will have this for Amazon stuff soon. I mean, mm-hmm. literally the data is there in the reports just to make it easy. But for Listen Money Matters, I know every page that every click came from and every conversion. And so we have tons of links to Fundrise, but I could look at that specific page's Fundrise conversions. Yeah. But I'm saying like you you did that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you were like, well, Fundrise isn't converting, right? Oh, oh, you're saying how do I track it? Um, like once you've made a decision, like you've drilled into the data, you notice that Fundrise isn't performing as well as the other links. Annotations and Google Analytics. I, That's I live, how you do it. I like whenever I make any, usually on the weekend, I push releases to Listen Money Matters, and if you look at my graph, there's just annotations on exactly the things I changed. Really? Yeah. So it's like. I uh, clicked a button on Cloudflare to turn whatever on. And because I don't know if it's going to work. I hope it's going to work. And I'll forget, but I'll check a few months later and I'll be like, oh, that didn't work. I've never in my life added an annotation to Google <laughs> oh, Analytics. Really? Yeah. The single best business decision that we have ever made based on my annotations was recoding Listen Money Matters for speed. Nothing has performed remotely close. Ex- explain that. And like, I want to say the beginning, January, February of 2018, mm-hmm. we recoded the whole site and we were just like speed. And, speed. and like, you could literally see in the graph, like just the average time per page, shar- like sharply dropped. Yeah. And it, it corresponds like perfectly with an increase in affiliate income. Do you, really? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is why I'm like literally obsessed. You know, I'm obsessed with it's page speed. Yeah. Because and why do you think those things correlate? Because people probably weren't even fully loading my pages. I mean, dude, my search traffic went up. Everything went up. It was the, it was maybe the only goodest thing that I've ever done. Really? <laughs> yeah. And you annotate all of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, like uh, I was talking, telling you about Argo and Cloudflare before. That's on mm-hmm. there. I'm using like Cloudflare imagery sizing, like just all that shit annotated. Do you, so you just know to do that then. 
Well, it's, it takes two seconds. Dude, I spend a week working on something. The least I could do is write, just I write. did this. So I don't <laughs> right. at least I know I did something. Right. Wow. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. That makes so much sense because I always think to use it and then I never do. Because maybe you'll judge your past self or <laughs> who knows? Or, or like, or I do, yeah, who knows? I mean, and you can annotate on any graph, right? Yeah. Just so you just have to go right back to that graph to see if you did it. I just do it on the traffic graph. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, oh, it's, so it's, you just you put every change you make in one graph so that way you can just look and yeah, see. Yeah, I just go to like content and I think it's like source medium. Okay. And I, that's like the first one I go to. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. That's yeah. a nugget right there. Right? <laughs> um, all right. So then we have click data, conversion data. What's the, is there the final piece is EPC then? Yeah. So, so that would be like right product. And so, you know, it turns out people aren't buying pillows, <laughs> you know, but, but maybe they're buying, you know, blinder goggle things for sure. sleeping or maybe right. they're buying shot glasses for their espresso shot for their nap yeah right or, right no that's i mean it's a better that's a better product i don't know like or a yeah. type of coffee or the chemex sure. like you said like you try a different thing it gets a bit of traction and then then you start to tweak what that could be but where are you writing that down that you changed that affiliate link are you writing that down or are you just kind of like doing it and I'm not running like 50 experiments at once. Okay. Like I, I'm like trying to keep the business going. Sure. And I'm maybe running two a week if that. And I'm kind of like seeing what I learn. And then next week is just kind of like building on that. Are you using a tool to manage these experiments? No. In my my head, I guess. Like right. I, I know what I'm doing. Like like literally last week, a uh, guy on my team who's awesome, switched all of our uh, student loan links to Ernest with mm -hmm. an E, not an I. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> sorry, Matt. It's okay. uh, because just after we've been checking for a really long amount of time, it just performs so much better. Like, why are we even talking about any other student loan? And he went through into content and in some cases rewrote paragraphs or major sections so that that would work in. And so now yeah. all our links are going there. I know it performs better. So we're just going to make more money as a result. And you know that you did or you're still in that you're still no, no, in no, that no. experiment. I, I, we've run tests, we flipped links around and one of the things like uh, we built into Lasso that that I've been using is the ability to move links between products easily so I could literally test this. Yeah. Um and so we do that, we bump it around, decided um and then we just move everything. And the only reason you're deciding to do that is because you you know that your EPC is higher than all the other comparable products. Right. Like maybe the EPC on one is 0.8, you know, it's like eight cents or 80 sure. cents rather. And then, mm -hmm. you know, another one is $1.60, you know, that I would double the money I made by just changing the, the link destination. Okay. But as a data nerd, you do recognize that if you add more links you are going to get more clicks, which means mm -hmm. your EPC is going to drop on that. For sure, which is okay. why tracking conversions on the page level and hopefully on the link level helps like uh, isolate that. So I can okay. look at my Betterment review and understand my link placement there and I could work to improve conversion on that page separately from 
other ones. All right. So you're doing a per page level and a per product level, depending on the situation. It, it sounds complicated, but but you basically just configure once and then you just have the data working and flowing and, you know, and then you make changes and it'll just reflect in the reports. And you check back. Yeah. So, so it's like you do like this minor setup. I mean, I'm telling you like 10 minutes of work with Lasso and then I just look at my reports and I make decisions based on what I say. And when you say, look, this is where I get, it gets confusing because I know, I, I don't know if you want to say the, the tool that you're using. Lasso. You, no, the other, <laughs> the other one. Do you know, don't, you know, the, oh, the, the, the graph thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this tool. It's called Affluent. Okay. And I, it, it, it's affluent.io. Uh-huh. And it, it's fine. You can go there. It's it's good. It's good enough in that it aggregates all of the data sources together. Yeah. Uh, Lasso will replace that with something like exponentially better. But that's what I'm, we're trying to do. Yeah. I, I'm basically using that to just quickly dig through and see. You know. Can can, can I do it without using a tool like that? Yeah. With I mean, Amazon. Do, with Amazon. Mm. With that. So there is no way um, to do this with Amazon. Just okay. that I'm aware of. Besides what we did with that one spreadsheet where we took, so what we did with the spreadsheet was we took three months because you can only do 90 days in this particular report that comes from Amazon Associates. And it was like and peak pool months. It was, yeah, peak pool months for me. And we just downloaded the CSV file. We put it into Google Sheets and then we downloaded a CSV file of traffic for those exact, that's the exact time frame in Google Analytics. By and page. Then, by page and then join those reports together in, 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 Google Sheets, which is uh, takes by a little the way, bit of- there is a really awesome tool. I think I paid forty nine dollars for life. It's called Merge Sheets. Mm-hmm. Like life changingly awesome if you are a Google Sheets nerd. Yeah, all, but also you're a database nerd, yes. so you understand what merging tables is. Yes, and how it works. <laughs> so it, it is not. I mean, I you had to do it for me. I, I had I sat there and figured it, I could have figured it out. Mm. But it would have taken me a while. You kind of did it in two seconds. Um, it is, the, I guess the question is like, that was a lot of work for only three months of data. And then if I go and change anything, I would have to build that report all over again the next three months to see if those things changed. And I don't really know if what so, decision I made worked what. You know what I mean? Okay, and I absolutely agree. And and the way that it's set up, it's really it's not impossible, but it is so extremely time consuming and difficult. I would be surprised if any human did it, and I would just say they're wasting their time. Like, okay, you'd have to take daily Amazon data, yeah. put it into some sort of table in a database. You can yeah. do this, but this is like really how we workshop our features. You know, yeah. like we build this. Oh, okay, there's something here, and like oh, let's see if we can automate. Yeah, which is what we're going to do at Lasso. But in the meantime, the way that I'm approaching the Amazon thing with my site is there I'm just using uh, Lasso click data in Google Analytics and making decisions based on just like what's getting clicked more. Mm. You know, I don't know what's converting better, but it's getting clicked more. So there's clearly some sort of reason. And there's an insane amount of insights there already. Like, yeah. I mean, and swim you so big, you could be actioning on that for months. potentially. Yeah. From Yeah. So um, the question to kind of wrap this all up is, is this all worth it? Is this optimization process really worth the time? Because mm-hmm. I'll say this. One of the things that I did was I built, and you can go back on Money Lab to find, I forget, like it was called like the great website optimization experiment where I built this like Google Data Studio thing where I could find out 
what which pages on my website were getting the least amount of affiliate link clicks. And that was just a clear indicator of like, dude, those pages aren't monetized. Like the easiest thing you can do is just go to those pages and add some friggin' relevant affiliate links. And and, they, and it was ranked by how much traffic they were getting. So these were like high traffic posts that had the lowest amount of click-through rates to affiliate links. And you can watch how I did it. It's not difficult to do. It's all with Google Analytics. But, and you could do that even in, you know, you have to join some tables. So it is a, a little bit complicated, but it's all there. That was, in, that was super helpful because it was just like my site's under monetized. It's just that simple. The question becomes, though, I don't know if that actually improved anything, you know, because I don't have that real kind of data at the end of the day. I just know like weekly feedback. Right. Is this really worth doing? Or, you know, what's what is it? Is it like you are doing this to like to nth degree, right? You are treating this like, look, I know all this information. I'm using these pieces of software. I I run this stuff as an optimization problem. Like. We create this thing once, right? Mm-hmm. How, wh- you know, uh, how much should I have in my 401k? You know, we create this article or like, you know, uh, how do I become a millionaire? Whatever these articles, we create it once. And then the problem is how do we get eyeballs to it? And how do we make money from it? And if we do both well, we will earn money from it essentially forever. Yeah. Well outsized to the amount of time, effort, even yeah. I believe value that we created. And so, you know, we're already paying a lot for these things. And so for me to put a few pieces in place, spend a few hours of my time and turn a $100 a month article to an $800 a month article, and then I don't have to ever touch it again, like, and, and if I can understand the process and repeat it constantly. Yeah. So you think optimization is certainly worth the time. And, and it obviously is a factor of the size of your site. If you're getting a thousand people a month, I'd say you're, you're like optimization is a waste of your time. Me- meaning you should just focus on more traffic and then you can work on that. So building, traffic, getting yeah. people, yeah. you know, it's like the problem moves as your business grows. Got it. Um, is there anything else that you think we should mention about how to take affiliate marketing more seriously in general? Like, is there anything that you're like, people don't do this, or I I need to start doing this, or Matt, you need to start doing this because you were leaving money on the table, or you know, I I just really think uh, that you need to spend more time thinking about uh, the intent of the article, or like mm. why it should even exist, yeah, before you even create it, because we spent four or five years creating a bunch of stuff that turns out is terribly challenging to monetize. Right. And when we learned, now we just create shit that's really easy and super profitable (laughs) to monetize. And so it's like, if you're making, like when you were telling me about the, you know, cat nap with the coffee article, that would have never been created. Right. In knowing what I know now. And And, like, yep. And, and, and here's the thing though, sometimes, you know, you have to, ba- there is a balance. I, d- I believe that there's a balance between like, you know, there's there's a time for buyer intent articles and there's a time for purely educational. And I think yes. those things can be mixed. I think like, you know, I have a an article about, you know, the top 10 robotic pool cleaners, but that oh. article has a lot of information about 
how to buy one. But the thing is, like, say take water chemistry for pools. Yeah. A cornerstone thing that is necessary, an authority piece. You may not make any money from it, but it is yeah. necessary yeah. to be a, a comprehensive site on pools. Catnaps for coffee really has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, like, right. That, you know, and you're, so. You're right. It's it, Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And I think, like. I, the, the way I like to view those pages, like what you just mentioned with water chemistry is this, it's a sneeze page, right? And I know mm. people have used that before. Oh, I, I, I kind of like that term. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like you just, everyone lands on this day when you sneeze and it just blows out a bunch of snot all over your, over your website. And it, it's creates this like <laughs> web of, of mucus. But the idea being that like someone lands on this page and we have a couple of these on some university where like the actual page itself doesn't make that much money, but it is a freaking internal link. Engine. Its goal is to bring people to monetize pages. Right, right. It's like it's the center of the web, and um, and they and they you know they tend to rank very well, but are uh, they don't have buyer intent, but they are internal linked like a mofo. That's so, been the only way that we've been able to make value out of things like that that, that we're are, yeah. going to create anyways. Right. So um, yeah, you're not going to make money off of every page. But if you're if but if it's going to get you traffic, it, you can send that traffic to relevant pages and let the people decide where they want to go. Mm. So, all right, I I yeah, you're right. That that cat nap or the te- caffeine nap post in my new frame of of business building on the internet and building authority sites would probably have never been created because it's it, like yeah, we could get a lot of traffic from it, but. And that was no like one, phase one, right? It was like, let's get traffic. But there's a yeah. point where it's like, okay, we have more people, but we're still not making money. Right, right. And you have to, and that's like, Swim University was like the king of that, right? It's like, I had that hot tub sex article because we are going to get so much traffic. And we did. Mm. But no one's buying condoms through our affiliate link. And so, <laughs> which is a real affiliate link I had on that page. don't use condoms and hot tubs. God. You have to. You have to use them. So, uh, it was, and so we actually deleted it. We deleted it because mm. we, it was really just sucking our entire like web overall web conversion down and no one was clicking any internal links and the bounce rate was incredibly high. Cause it's like, what? There's no boobs here. Let's move on. Yeah. You know, and you're like, losing nothing. Cause if it's yeah. like 1.01 pages per visit, like you could do without that 0.01. Exactly. And all the people who came to that page necessarily didn't necessarily have a hot tub where if they did go to other pages, they would buy shock for a hot tub they don't own? Like, no. No, they were just horny. They were just horny. This one, they wanted to see some boobies. <laughs> some, some peepees. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> it's, all right. So it's, uh, all right. That's, I think that's a good place to wrap up on the peepee note. So um, I want to thank Jason Stevens for sending in my new middle name, Fly, Superfly, McFly, Mackie Fly. Thank you, Jason. Not long enough, though. We could definitely no, then, Yeah, we could go longer than that. Come on. You, you, <laughs> you know how this podcast ends. And, of course, I got to thank you, Andrew, my man. Me? Yeah, for joining me on this episode of my Oh, own. yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, fine. All thank right, me. great. Head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email me, Matt, at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on the show. Actually, please do that. More topics. Mm. Anything. Nothing's off limits. And maybe we'll actually create the things you request now. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Andrew is alluding to this idea that I'm going to create show notes for this podcast. Mm. 
We'll see how that goes. The, the trick is to never give them what they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Just just email me, Matt at MoneyLab.co. I'm going to get it. To, you know, it's so funny. I get a bunch. Of, I got an email the other day that was like, you up? I was like, Steph, this person just emailed me, you up. And she's like, you said that on a podcast that you wanted people to email you, you up. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I did? Oh, shit. You know, this is, these are these get recorded so far in advance that I forget that I say things. <laughs> so, but that was, but it, I, she's like, but you said it out loud to me. So it really made you pay attention. And I was like, damn, it worked. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, and when you email me, Matt at MoneyLab.co, send in a new middle name suggestion. Go long, baby. Go long. <laughs> Uh, if you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. I'm serious about that. Please leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Please tell your friends about this show. Thank you.